Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Good morning. And we're live, I think. Well, right. I can hear you. So <laughs> I can hear you. Well, I got the little red button going on my end, so that means we're recording. So. Okay. Episode one, hooray. So welcome to uh, You Have Offended This Podcast. Episode one. I'm Mike. And uh, my name is Chad, and I'm Mike's longtime friend. Yeah, and we thought we'd get together, and because from long time gone, we both love old, bad good martial arts movies we thought there was a bit of an opening here where we could uh, go back and look at some ones that we thought were awesome and uh, see if they were awesome and maybe they are and maybe they're not well i think the thing for me is like i i've always kind of prided myself on the fact that i would kind of if i see a film i'm like okay that's a good film and like 20 years later it's still good or um you know with a lot of the films that are out now they're like oh i really like suicide squad at first but then after i thought about it i didn't like it and i'm like i'm not like that except for you were like hey man breaking death is on youtube and i was like oh breaking death that movie was the shit and then i put it on and i was like what, the, what was why did what I think it was good the it's fuck so, happened what the- <laughs> i was just like what i used to love ninja movies when i was 12 and i thought they were just absolutely amazing and then <laughs> and then i then i get into this and i was just like i was i was like a high 12 year old or something like so, <laughs> a lot of illicit so drugs crazy. in there somewhere but yeah it's I don't just know, like the gauge got broken like our movie gauge got broken because i'm kind of the same way where a lot of the movies that when I like them back in the day, I watch them today and they, you know, maybe they're dated, but they kind of still hold up a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, for me, I, I think it's just some of those ninja movies. I think there was just magic wrapped around them where I just forgave anything yeah. because, you know, back in 87, like RoboCop, that was one of my favorite, favorite films that I saw. RoboCop, Dope. And, yeah. and here I am now, you know, still loving it years later. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe put on some of those old chop sake flicks that you still love so much. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, wait, this is, this is, and and some of them are still amazing. Like obviously, Enter the Dragon, Way of the Dragon, some of those, oh, yeah. incredible yeah, films, yeah. still hold up. But then you pop on Nine Deaths of the Ninja or or oh, Pray for Death in this example, baby Jesus, yeah, exactly. and you're just you're just like, oh, what? I had a complete and total lack of taste. And like I was, I was really the, stupid. Yeah, I was an <laughs> idiot. I was so dumb. <laughs> so yeah, uh, in that vein, our first movie that we're going to look at um, is 1985's "Pray for Death." Uh, not Shokazuki, Shokazuki, the star, uh, big in the ninja, the ninja era, I guess, of the 80s. Were you, were you, you were into ninja stuff in the 80s, right? I loved ninja shit. Anything that was ninja related, I absolutely loved. And we used to go to the video store, and if it had a ninja on the cover, like, you would grab oh, yeah. it. But the oh, funny yeah. thing is, like, years later, you know, you're 
walking around and you're you see a cover and you're like oh enter the ninja that was so good and then you like play it back in your head and you're like wait was that fucking franco nero as the as the main ninja that's franco nero <laughs> from the original janko and you're like why was he a ninja yeah. how, how did he get to that point in his life where he's a ninja yeah and that was no a, sense at all that was an incredible uh western you did 20 years ago uh, now you're going to be the white ninja. <laughs> the he's all, he's all ninja. He's all bloated and fat, and he's trying to s- slip into his skin tight white ninja suit, and he's looking like like late stage Elvis. And you're just like, <laughs> "Hey, man, it's brutal." You better back it up, or I'm gonna throw a shuriken in your eye. <laughs> and yeah, we were talking. We were talking before this. What was the what was the what was the movie where Buddy threw a shuriken off the roof of a skyscraper and hit a guy in the eye, walking past a fountain? Like I I think that was Enter. I think that was oh, Enter the Ninja. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's just like he's and just like gonna deep, deep in his eye, like it was in his eye. That was the craziest shit I've ever seen. I'd be hard pressed to hit the fucking ground, right? With that sniper and, rifle, I might and, miss him. Like, and he takes him out. But anyway, it was funny because you you called and you asked me if I remembered the film. So, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about Pray for Death. I remember seeing the trailer. Well, we used to call them previews. Um, yep. I remember seeing the preview for it on something that I rented. And uh, I was like a kid, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to get this!" And god, I almost uh, forgot that, like VHS, because back in the day, it was VHS movies. Yes, and they had previews for other movies, like when you go to the damn theater. Oh yeah, yeah, like you'd pop the tape in, and and you know you'd you'd have a few minutes of you know your FBI warning, like, "Hey man, yes, don't copy yeah, yeah. this." Yeah. And then uh, then it would go through all the pre- the previews we used to call them. Oh, the previews are coming yeah, up, which yeah. you couldn't skip. Like the DVDs, they're like extras where you can watch the previews, or you can bump through them with the bump. You, you had there was no bump. No, oh, you had to fast forward. Yeah, but, but like, you never or, did. Like you were just no. you were always. That's how you found out what movies were coming out. There was no internet, so. You know, you would you would uh, you would see it, and you know, because there was no internet, I remember one time I rem- rented something, I forget what it was, and I popped it in, and it was like now available, and it was um, it was uh, Army of Darkness, the Evil oh, Dead, and I saw the trailer camera. for it, and I didn't even know it was out, and I was just like, so great. and I literally hit stop, and I jumped in my car, and I drove down, <laughs> I didn't even watch the movie I rented, I was just like, oh fuck this noise, and I just like got in the car, and I drove straight down. And I was actually on a date. There was a girl and I left her on the couch. I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> she was that girl that worked at the Dairy Queen. Um, I got to go see Bruce Campbell's chin. Like, just here, a second. So I just ran, ran down and I got that and I came right back. And I was like, hey, I got that She's movie. waiting there for you. Cause, you <laughs> she know. Was like, I don't know what she wanted to watch. Uh, 85. What, do you, what else does she have to do? Whatever it was, anyway, <laughs> there was something. I was just like, "Oh fuck, I forgot something. I forgot." Well, Pop. Say that relationship yeah. didn't work out. <laughs> no, it didn't. It did not. It oh did man, not okay. work out. So, starting this movie. Oh my god, I like I. I have so many notes on this movie, dude. Like I can't even tell you. Like the start of this movie, where it opens up with Shokazuki in the black ninja suit in the forest. And the, the, there's like a, 
a girl being taken into a cabin. Yeah. And there's that ninja with like the Yokozuna or what's his name? Yoshimitsu mask. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, very kabuki. Very kabuki. But you can see the dude's jaw and it's obviously a white dude. Yeah. And they take this chick into the cabin. And then Shokazuki, as he like makes himself known that he's there, very ninja like, he like jumps through the air, does a flip, and screams, ah! <laughs> That's that's not, the thing. That's how you know you're watching all. a shitty ninja movie when they <laughs> when they when they leap out and announce their presence. Like, <laughs> like before they attack the guy, giving him the opportunity to turn. It's like they're supposed to be stealthy assassins. <laughs> and like he flips through the air on some unseen trampoline. And when he lands, there's a shot from like behind his right calf when he lands, thump, right? Yes. And you can see this giant span of forest out in front of him. And as soon as he lands, like no fewer than 12, like gray clad ninjas just bounce out from behind like trees and bushes and berms and shit. That's <laughs> just a... appear, like this forest of fucking ninjas appear in front of him. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> the old ninja hedge. That's the, the thing that, that was so great about this movie is then, you know, then they, then it actually goes past that ridiculous scene and it cuts to Shokazugi's kids, yes. uh, Kane and Shane, watching watching Ninja Movie on television. And the big thing is they don't know that their dad is the ninja. Um, Black is he Black Star Ninja in this? No, that's in a different one, right? Oh, Black Star Ninja is in American Ninja. Yes, that's right. Sorry, Black Star. I keep wanting to call him Black Star Ninja. In the I, I got to change. You you mentioned Black Star Ninja. So the funny thing is, is like <laughs> this huge ninja international organization where they all wear ninja uniforms based on their rank, right? Yellows were at the bottom, and American then they had ninja. blues, and yeah. they had reds, then that's they had right. black ninjas, then they had Black Star Ninja. But they're all run by some like. Dutchman or something like right. he's not even Japanese. He's like ah, Blackstone Ninja. He's like he's some sort of French Norwegian. He's like Blackstone Ninja, top of the line. It's just like why is he, he, why he decided is to do guy? away with belts? But he just made the, the uniforms the color of your of your suckage or, or goodness. Yes, yeah. Oh, this man was very honored to die by his hand. Believe me, and it's just oh my god. I can see we're going to get off. Tra- <laughs> we're going to get off topic here, just because there's just so much ridiculousness oh, so in much. these movies. And the so thing much. is, I don't even know why they think uh, yeah, ninjas are tough because the ninjas are like goddamn stormtroopers in these movies, right? They just they're just cannon fodder. Oh like fifty of them run in, like the, the opening scene there, uh, all in their gray suits. They all get mowed down the by Shokazugi. There's like there's like, like easily. There's like 5,000 ninjas in the world, and four of them are good, right? Like Shokazugi, Michael Dudikoff, <laughs> Frank O'Neill. <laughs> because the, the rest of them fucking suck. Like the rest of them. Lee Van Cleef is the Lee other Van guy. Cleef. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I wanted to quickly point out just before we move past the, the movie within a movie scene, because yes. there's one point where Shokazuki runs up sort of where two trees kind of part. Yeah. Yeah, I left you for a second. Sorry, no, my, no, goddamn, good. my goddamn it's dog. As soon as there's a closed door <laughs> in the house, the dogs are like, "Hey, let's go through that sixty times." <laughs> That's just my dog does the same thing, in and out, in and out. 
Um, yeah, I wanted to point out because there's one point in that movie where Shokazuki runs up these two trees that sort of form a V. Mm. And he like runs up them. And there's a fucking high bar between yeah. the tree, like an, a legit real high bar. And he swings out, does a little turnaround, comes back and kicks one of the gray ninjas in the face. Yeah, I mean... Very much like Jim Kata. I was going to say, I was like, I know I just took us off the rails with American Ninja and that movie Jim Kata, where... It immediately took me to Jim Kata. I was like, but I mean, okay, let's crazy. just talk about a high bar. Okay, yeah, there's a high bar in the trees that he does a stunt on. Okay, but... In Jimkata, the land of the crazy people, the town of the crazy people, there was a fucking pummel horse in the middle of town square. I can see a high bar for like, well, you hang your laundry or something. Like yeah, yeah, toothache yeah. or whatever, but like it might have a use. But a fucking yeah. pommel horse in the middle of the square or whatever. I mean, this was supposed to be a town of people who were like crazy and of incredibly low IQs. They were practically <laughs> zombies. So they want me to believe that there's a town of people that's able to, you know, construct a town and <laughs> and build all these buildings, yet they're idiots that walk around like zombies. And yet, to take it one step further, they're like, okay, but they also built a pommel horse right in the middle of the <laughs> freaking town square. And upon that pommel horse, Jim Cotta uh, starts, doing, starts doing his whole routine. And they're all just running at him, and he's just doing pommel horse exercises and kicking them all in their He's little... doing, like, legit gymnastic flares and stuff, like, kicking them in the middle of it. <laughs> That's oh another one that I loved as a kid. I was like, oh my God, this oh, movie is dope as a kid. That one, yeah. Remo Williams. Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins, uh, where where the, the the bad dude from Alias played the Korean guy. They just put him in <laughs> That's fucking right. yellow face. Like, <laughs> and as a kid, I didn't know. I was like, oh, uh, you know, Koreans, they all have ridiculous accents and yellow makeup on their face. That's like, what we thought, right? Yeah, we're just like, like, oh yeah, there we go. People watching Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's being like, oh, yeah, that's what Chinese people are like. like <laughs> that's what they no! look like, Mickey Rooney. What the fuck is wrong with us now? <laughs> like, we're so yeah. terrible. Holy we're shit. We're like, oh, man, that guy was so funny in Remo Williams. That Korean guy. Now that dude is white. He's Jewish. <laughs> like, He's a Jewish white dude, and that's the most offensive thing ever. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Unbelievable. Okay, so you bumped ahead to uh, Shokazuki's sons. Yeah, Shane and Kane. Shane and who... Kane who do yeah, not know that their father's an actual ninja. No. And, and then he goes ahead and takes them to a karate class. Yes. Yes. Where whichever the, I don't know who, which kid is, which the, the younger one sets up to spar against another kid in class. Now the younger kid is a white belt. If you look yes. and they pull him out to spar against this, what looks to be a bully by his, you know, the look on his face and he's a black belt. Yes. And the bully kid beats the piss out of, out of this kid <laughs> right in front of the whole class. Like, smashes him. Yeah. I, was 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 Shokazuki there? Like, was Akira there? I think he was watching, there, yeah. yeah he was he there. Was watching just, his son get smoked. Yeah, just get annihilated. Hey, and thank you for listening to this teaser episode of the podcast. Full episodes can be found at patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We do at least four episodes a month. Everyone gets one free. The other three are like this one, a teaser with the full show available with a subscription. Now there's five levels of subscription to choose from to suit any budget with the lowest being just five bucks per month. That's less than a rabbit harness leech thing on Amazon. I mean... 
What are you going to do with that? It's nice. I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong, but think about it. You can walk your rabbit safely or you can get over 6 hours of original entertainment to make your workout or commute or life better. Plus, access to all the past seasons, each season being 21 episodes. Patrons also get to be a part of the Dojo crew. You become a producer of the show. And the best part is you don't have to do any of the hours of work it takes to create an awesome show every week. You just reap the benefits. It's awesome. So head on over to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast and become a patron. You'll have our eternal gratitude and the satisfaction of literally being a producer of the media you find most appealing. Thank you so much. We'll see you inside the dojo.